this episode of Hell in the Know, I am salivating over Stu Selena, <laughs> which Corey knows at this point. Yes. We've had a real wild couple of hours trying to adjust to some technical difficulties, but here we are. Here we are. Um, Corey, what are you today? Um, I'm, I ain't no hollerback girl, Corey. Oh, nice. <laughs> Don't holla back. Don't. I'm not a holla back girl. That's no. I think that that's pretty clear. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> and we're joined uh, by our guest today. Hi. Arrows. Yes, uh, arrows here. I didn't know if I could respond to that. You can. You can. Because like, sure. wow, I, that blast from the past, Gwen yes. Stefani. Wow. Yes. Gwen Stefani. I know. I, was... I feel like she went through so many stages from like problematic queen. To just so many things. We're like, it's okay. Yeah. It's Gwen Stefani, though. Yeah. yeah. And I think uh, now she's just resolutely white. Yeah. Which, you know, so. I actually, I, I'm happy that she settled on that because it would be really weird if she continued with a lot of the. It would. Yeah. I wouldn't want, I don't know if I'd want to see that con. I don't need or... more bendies on oh, Gwen Stefani oh or God. Bantu knots. Yeah. yeah I really don't want to see Bantu weird. knots. No. <laughs> Dang, I just had that image like come like straight to my mind. I didn't even remember. Yeah, there sure. was it was so easy to kind of ignore it because I was like, it's it was Gwen just Stefani. a different time. It was also a different time. Which it was, was just really like, oh, to... that's just like edgy. It's just like cute. Even like during the time when she had like her Harajuku girls around mm-hmm. her. I was... as a kid, I thought that that was so cool because it was like paying homage. Like you know, like that's how I saw it. Yeah. But like the more I think about it now, I'm like, nope. No. It was weird. It was so weird. And team Gwen and team because yeah. also back in the day you know a lot of artists and performers they yeah. were kind of like everybody was enabling this. her yeah. yes. and they were just like oh it's okay to have a contract where like these people travel around as your entourage but can't speak yeah ah, that's so weird <laughs> yes yes yeah. Uh, yeah so we're i'm not prepared for for that conversation no no you're fine but you're, you ain't no hollaback. I ain't no hollaback girl. No, though. that's resolute. <laughs> resolutely, yeah, not resolutely. One of those. Resolute's yeah. such a good word. It is. Yeah. Word of the day. Word resolute. Of the day. <laughs> One of the, yeah. Um, well, anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> my bad. That's what I will do this whole time. So I was like, I'm gonna shut up because I know I'm gonna talk about. Oh, so let please me like, oh. don't shut up. This okay. is your talk. time to talk over us, yeah. to talk around us, okay. to yes. talk through us. I don't mind it. Every episode, we begin with a segment we call historical hoes. And um, just quick shout out to the person digging outside of my house right now. So if you hear that, that's what it is. So I got my information from an article in Wikipedia um, and Google Books, Songs of Kisang, uh, Courtesan Poetry, and uh, Kisang, uh, Korea's Geisha Women. Um, Controversial title person who wrote that, but you know, here we are. So this week's historical hoe is... Huang Jinyi. She was born in the 16th century to the daughter of a scribe called Jian Hyun Gyum and a politician's son who went by the name Huang. The story goes that her parents met while her mother was doing laundry, but the two could not get married. But that didn't stop them from bumping uglies and siring Jinyi, their illegitimate daughter. Jinyi was known for her beauty and bold personality. As Huang Jinyi grew older, many men wanted to marry her, 
According to legend, one day a coffin was passing in front of her house, but the coffin stopped and refused to move from her house, just listening to her read poetry. And then she ran out and stripped off her outer skirt from her hanbok to cover the coffin, and only then did the coffin start to move again. The coffin was said to have carried the body of her lover, who was born of a higher class, but due to her lower class, the two could not wed, and the man died of a broken heart. She then decided to become a giseng after losing her lover at the age of 15. Giseng, also known as flowers that speak poetry, were women from outcast or enslaved families who were trained to be courtesans, providing artistic entertainment and conversations to wealthy men. Some called them Korean geishas, as I kind of mentioned in the, the um, little bio. We know geishas didn't provide sexual services, but that you know, that was the job of the Oiran. So, Gisang were kind of a hybrid of like geisha meets Oiran. And I know how culturally touchy this statement is because historically, Korea and Japan have not really gotten along at all since Japan enacted a Korean genocide akin to Nazi Germany's reign of terror in Europe. So, I should clarify that not all Gisang were providing sexual services, that was left to the lower class of Gisang. Many Gisang were employed at court, but they also uh, spread throughout the country. Unlike other women, Gisang could sometimes write and talk to men as an intellectual equal. They were carefully trained and frequently accomplished in the fine arts, poetry, and prose. And although they were of relatively low social class, they were respected as educated artists. Aside from entertainment, their roles included medical care and needlework. Wang Jinyi was famous throughout the Korean peninsula for both her beauty and her wit. Many men of upper class and lower class alike came from far away just to see her and her performances. And like many other Kisangs at the time, she asked a riddle to the men who came to visit her and only those who passed could interact and talk with her. Her modern fame comes from her riddle, which would later be known as, and I'm going to bungle this, uh, I'm sorry about that to all my Korean stands. Love you guys. She would accept clients who were unable. She would accept clients who were unable to serve, solve her riddle, but gave the riddle to any man who wanted to be her lover. And only one man, Seo Gyung Dyok, was able to solve it. The answer to the riddle was in the title. When combining the variations of the title, the first part, Jiomyogu, created the Chinese character meaning spoken word. And the second part, Chu, created the Chinese character meaning day. And when you combine those two words together, it creates the Chinese character meaning consent. The reason being that whoever solved her riddle would be allowed to come into her house and share a bed with him. In the late 20th century, Huang Qinyi's story began to attract attention from both sides of the Korean divide and uh, featured in, and it was featured in a variety of novels, operas, films, and television series. Novelizations of her life include a 2002 treatment, 2002, sorry about that, two, um, by Northern Korean writer Hong Suk Jung, uh, which became the first North Korean novel to win a literary award and the Manhai Prize in the South and a 2004 bestseller by South Korean writer Jeon Kyun-ring. And anyway, that is the really cool life, poetic life.
of Huang Jianyi, this week's historical ho. So Ho in the Know is a podcast about sex work by sex workers for sex workers. Wonderful. And that's what we do. That's what we are. And that's why the internet doesn't like us. Ah. <laughs> well, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah. Thank you thank so you much for, for being, being here. Of course. Um, so I really wanted to start at the beginning okay. um, of the beginning. Not even, you, well, how were you birthed? And <laughs> do you recall your mom's you, vulva? Do you want to see my full <laughs> chart? Like what's going on? <laughs> I need to know your natal, natal chart, chart, please. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's how this would start. Yeah. Um, uh, so, um, well, first off, Aquarius sun, okay. Gemini moon, mm. and then Aries rising. So I don't, wow, I, I don't that's know. That's a lot going on. There's so much. That's a lot. There's and, like, dips and dives there. I don't even understand it myself. Okay. So. Coming to, you know, like really like unpacking my chart as I get older, but, uh, I was born on Valentine's day in oh, the Bay shit. area. Yes. Yeah. So there's just a lot of shit that happened when I was born, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, uh, I mean, really just kind of talking about um, kind of how I got here. I, it'd be nice to talk about school. Cause yeah, I know you yeah, I want to, I want, yeah. So my beginning was to start like, you know, post-birth, yes. ideally. I mean, we could talk a lot about birth, We could too. talk about the <laughs> womb it's incredible. experience. Actually, that was kind of funny because like I hadn't ever considered that until our last guest, which was Rahi, like he um, was my Tantra guy and he was like, so tell me about your mom's like pregnancy with you. And I was like, whoa, like I never ever thought about this in terms of my sexual health yeah because it informs like a lot of like how you come into the world is like how you come into the world ah. like that how traumatic it was like or how easy it was yeah. is how is what you embody you know Definitely. I'm interested in all of the election babies that will come out soon, or the, t- the <laughs> pandemic, pandemic babies. babies. Wow! Yo, like, I was just kind of... I was looking at um, who's Gucci Mane, and uh... I just immediately see teeth. Whenever you say it, it's like the Cheshire Cat, like I just see his smile. Whenever <laughs> anyway, keep going, I'm gonna do that. They just did a baby shower, though. Oh, uh, yeah. They I guess they're having a boy because the colors were blue and white. I'm assuming. <sighs> They gendered it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't see the fires. <laughs> they didn't see I'm yes. Not gonna, I can't even unpack the gender reveal thing right I now. I cannot. So I cannot. I mean, I do. I mean, we could go into it though, because like I, I mean, we all, all of us identify as various non-she/her pronouns. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And we're all speaking with. Please don't have uh, gender reveal parties. They cause fires. I just. They. Fires. It bothered. Okay, the one that bothered me the most is sham booties. Wait, who? She, who had a, she had a gender reveal? Party? She did a gender reveal on her. She did. I didn't know that. She oh. did. I got her I a very gender neutral baby. Uh, That's baby really blanket. good. Yeah, but she did like a whole thing with her partner and they, and he, she did like a video with him like where she revealed to him the gender of their baby. And I was like. That's surprising. It is really surprising because she is like. She's well, that's my I, that's my love. I love. She's Shannon. a cool, like, yeah. you know. She's a cool black young sex educator out yeah. here, like really like doing something cool, fulfilling an important space in the community. Yeah. And so that was why I was like, I thought we could all agree that gender. I thought we could really agree like, on this. I thought it was yeah. something that and was like kind of neutral. I don't. I hadn't heard of like a gender reveal party until like the last like five years. Yeah, I was years. like, this wasn't something we were doing when I was growing up. Even no. it was kind of like a baby shower, but then the yeah. baby shower was hella gendered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like 
Wow. There, gender reveal there were no, parties. Like, color my baby's fucking genital. Right. Look yeah. at him, you know, like get into yeah. my child's genitalia. <laughs> Woo! Party! Burrows of penis. You should know about it. Dang. That's why I filled these balloons with smoke. Exactly. <laughs> I wanted to launch a forest fire because my baby got a dick. You know? yeah. It's so weird. I just I never really got it. But and it also feels really new. Yeah. It feels yeah. really new. That's was like I didn't. Yeah, so that's new. I didn't. I just didn't know that. So thank you. I, I didn't know. So okay, I don't know how we got here. We wow. were talking about oh beginnings. Well, that's yeah, okay. Beginnings. I definitely I let it down. This I let it down the wormhole. I knew we would go here, and I'm well, glad it did. We and did the, a, a whole bit on gender reveal parties. So yeah, like, I didn't even unexpected, see but yeah. here we are. All right. Um, so, okay, so you started. You uh, went to Berkeley, right? I did. Yeah. Yes. It how, was my dream. It was getting into Cal was my my dream school. Since I was 13 and I went on like a little uh, they they took me I did it some of the students who were doing really well got like access to this like free tour of the school and when I was there uh, one of the admissions people just kind of was dismissive about me and I was like bitch you don't understand I hold a grudge forever so like just that exchange with her maybe it was like I'm gonna spite get into Berkeley and I just focused since 13 until 17 to get into that school and I got in with a full ride and so, wow. like, I, like I never saw her again, but I really just wanted to be like walk by her office and just be like, "Bitch!" Like, so <laughs> and, and exactly. So what was said? But like that never really happened. Uh, instead, I went to a school that really changed uh, a lot of th- a lot of things. Like I, you know, I met so many different kinds of people who were, um, uh, uh, like I grew up with a black. Like my grandmother's a Black Panther. My mom's su- like it's just. Oh like, my god, oh, that's amazing! This is a very black radical house. Like yeah. the whole time, just like really like strong black women surrounding me. Mm-hmm. And so. So I went to Cal with that, and I met a lot of people with just varying gender identities, and I kind of met... Oh God! Okay, so hold on. There's a lot though with that. I'm not even ready to talk about gender yet because <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about it. I yeah, did Berkeley yeah. as like a cis straight uh, woman. Oh, straight woman? Yeah. Are you kidding oh my God! Me? Are you serious? No. <laughs> okay, so y'all don't understand. Like I, when I before what we does got that even here, look like? It looked so fucking femme. Forever 21 dresses every single night. Oh. Like femme, femme. Like long fake hair. It's like, so funny hi. how like it's funny how like obvious like how you know how to do the cis you know that's why that shit is just what that's that was my first education into adulthood is how Mm -hmm. to bitch up i learned that early Mm -hmm. and i did it well like i like i was really i was first off and and okay (laughs) y'all are getting all the stages but it's great it's it's it's, i told you this would happen but now we're in person so this is worse because i'm picking up on your facial expressions (laughs) and shit Ah. Oh, that's another thing I didn't mention. We're actually in the studio all together yes. right now. Like, together. Human contact Whoa. is crazy. It's a lot. The tech was supposed to go down, so I'd be like, oh, "Where are y'all?" Like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, and here we are. Here we are. But when I was in, when I was in, uh, so I grew up in a way that, like, I just knew really early on I didn't want to stay in my neighborhood. I didn't. I didn't. I felt like I wasn't surrounded by people like me. Um, I felt like I was always like the weird black one. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, they're like, that's, that's, you're not really black. And, and so then I like, it's, you know, there's, there's a lot we can talk about that. Yeah. So I grew up so weird. And like, because of that, like, or pers- whatever, I just grew yeah. up knowing that I was an outsider mm-hmm. and being very comfortable with it. It was like, yeah. fuck all y'all, I don't even care anyway. I got one best friend and that's all I need. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were just really smart. We were just smart. Like we just wanted to go to 
class and like watch Fairly Odd Parents and go to sleep. Like, that was like my whole life in high school. And then when I got to college, I realized I was kind of cute. And so I was like, wait a minute. So my experience is going to be a lot different now because I'm in college. I got finally got into the school where I feel comfortable. And the, my only goal up until this point was to get to Cal. Like I just, I didn't think about anything else. I was like, college means that I'll be able to escape my living. College means that I'll have wealth and all these things. Yeah, yeah. After, right. Which is what we all believe. And that's not the case. But I got to college. <laughs> And I became a hoe. Oh my God. Just throwing <laughs> pussy everywhere. Like, who could catch it? Like, let's go. You, and you, it you, was you, like you. with like straight guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a very straight, straight. Are you sis. sure they were straight? Um <laughs> always a question there. Uh, yeah. I mean, one let me bend him over my lap and I didn't realize like what that meant. Hot. He's probably on like he's he's pretty queer now, little, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I but when I was in college, um, yeah, like I was I was low key like homophobic. I was so afraid. Oh. Like I, I'd had experiences with like women before growing up, but like I I would say that I was like a lot of uh, people in politics who make really harmful like homophobic legislate. Like I would be that kind of person because I couldn't come to terms with my identity. Mm-hmm. So it was that was really hard. And so instead, I just sat on any dick I could find, and that was fun. So fucked around, kind of like I didn't really like sex with men that much, but I uh-huh. just I liked the power that came with it. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, if I if I give him a little ass, mm-hmm. I got him forever because this shit is gold. <laughs> so let's go, you know. So did that and then fell for a fucking Starbucks barista. It's the baristas, dude. It's the baristas. She was so fucking pretty. She was so fucking. <laughs> it's, it's really they're, the baristas. They're you know moving with the hands and they gotta. <laughs> It, I'm so happy I saw y'all in person. Like this is so much yeah. better. Yeah, than, like, I think the so. Zoom thing. I love it. Yeah. Um, okay, wait. Yeah, barista. 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 Okay, so I'm still in college. Uh, uh, tried a lot of different kinds of like experiences with men and stuff, but like kind of knew that I didn't really like sex, and that's important. Mm. That's so fucking important because I didn't think important. that sex was mine. I just thought it was something that I did mm. for my partner, mm-hmm. and then that carried into me sleeping with women. Uh, because, um, so I fell for this barista, uh, she didn't want shit to do with me, which is like already, I'm like, no, wait, everything that everybody that I want, I get, why don't you want me? What is happening? And so that was the first. Oh, was she a straight? No, she was, she was actually very queer, but she didn't like that I was like straight. Oh, you were the femme. Mm -hmm. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And so I was just chasing after her, chasing after her. And then over time I started to like come to terms with like my own homophobia, which is what it really was. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, started to like here's the thing when i make a decision i make a fucking decision so i was like when i when i decided i was like okay so i'm i'm i was like i'm a lesbian like i, I was like i think i'm a lesbian and so if i'm if that means that that's what i'm willing to fight anybody that says anything about lesbians i'm willing, like i will oh. protect myself and then i was like in this come this y'all see this now it's like I, the first thing that i did was i i pushed to becoming like the most masculine I could present. Like I, I was just like, I used to be really, really femme. Like I had like Revlon mix, uh, lipstick every day, like long hair, like this Forever like 21 so dress. This is so hard to imagine. I know, I, I, you wanna see a photo? I, you, wanna, you need a photo, hold on. I'll, I'll show you, cause it's like, you won't get it otherwise. And I understand that. I'm just like, who is this person? <laughs> It would have to be Facebook. That's how long ago it was. Oh, wow. oh my god! I'm going to find... If not, then I'll find you the image later. The Facebook gems. Right? Yeah. Those, well, I, I'm so ashamed of my Facebook. <laughs> I don't... I'm, I didn't even know where to begin with it. It's I, really... I deleted a bunch of people off my Facebook recently because I was like, I need to purge a little bit. And 
like Facebook back, makes me so uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable. I look at my messages. I was like, oh my god, why was uh, I talking like this? Oh no, it's gonna take me way too long to get it. But yeah, so started dating girls, or I started dating this girl, this barista, mm-hmm. and the first thing I did was I got rid of all of the like all of the like cute dresses and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I am a stud, like oh. stud, like I like <laughs> fuck yo, like the switch up was hard. Like I like looking back on that, I was like, bro, I also I'm, love how you just knew, like you're also yeah. like, okay, I want to be a stud, and now I am a stud. And it was just that, yeah. It was <laughs> I, I, I knew that, uh, I knew that something was felt relaxed when. Um, and this is, there's like, there's all, there's so much because we confuse like sexuality with identity too much mm-hmm. and like, and with uh, gender which, expression. Oh yeah. And I, I think that's part of the reason why I had so much, such an issue again with sex. Like my relationship with sex is because like I came to know myself through sex. Like I came to know who I was through like, oh, I sleep with women now. And I was like, right. no, that has nothing to do with like who I am. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's, that's now, like that's, that's me today. But like mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah. So when I started hooking up with girls and I started like getting to know myself that way it did feel like the masculinity of it that I like kind of like because obviously like I I thought in a heteronormative way at the time but like I was just like well if I want her to be the girl and I Mm. so desperately want to be the man and the only way that I can experience that is in a sexual thing Mm. right so I became a hoe again like hoe part two because I was just like I I want to feel this feeling of like masculinity Mm -hmm. and I can only do this behind closed doors with this woman Uh or or with the partners that I was finding because a lot of them were like femme presenting and stuff so it's just like my relationship to sex was so gratifying because it's like the only time when like someone believed in my masculinity and that's like it was just a lot of shit so like my relationship to sex has been so complex it's like first it it started as like a way for me to please my partners and get everything I wanted as a prissy ass little bitch which is who I was and I loved it right and then it was like the only way that I could experience masculinity uh and 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 have that feel so valid like Mm -hmm. you know like yeah so it still wasn't mine though and that's the problem that's why i throw the ass around on only fans for 13 13 a month okay um where were we uh, uh berkeley there was berkeley. a barista did you get the barista you I did you got the barista i did but as the queers do she met somebody else at Pride like two weeks later once we started dating. So I was just like, man, whatever. You did a 180 on your personality yeah. for this. I but threw everything you found, away. But you found freedom. Yeah. And something that was like true. And and uh, I learned a lot about straps. Like fast, <laughs> fast, 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 fast. They come out, yo. Like they come out. Like they come out. <laughs> I, like you gotta stay the fuck in here. We're in the middle of the shit. It's true. No, yeah. it's the yeah. flange end does not stay. Yeah. It's so hard to get it to stay. I just want it to stay where <laughs> it should be. I always wonder with the baby studs, like where, are, like where are they getting their strap skills from? Because... Oh my god, I probably. <laughs> well, hopefully soon for my porn. <laughs> Because, like, yeah. that's the problem, um, is that, like, there's, well, keep going, keep going. No, 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 no. Okay, the first strap that I ever got was probably from Adam and Eve, and it was so cheap, and yeah. I feel like the dildo probably could have given me cancer. Oh. <laughs> it was, like, one that had a smell after, not after sex, but yeah. just after time. Oh. It was, It like, was melting. I don't even know. It was, it was like nuclear degrading. Mm-hmm. Like it was just so bad. I, I am going to embarrass the fuck out of myself <laughs> since we are talking about like my journey because <laughs> I wasn't, I didn't know how to like, 
there needs to be more strap education. There's yeah, there's such a lack, agree. and then everyone's just expected to know what and the fuck they're doing. And also, it's hard to find like variations of like dildos that fit into straps. Yes. Mm, oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Yeah. I and want then, them to be ergonomic. And no one's talking because it's like there is like everyone's supposed to. Everyone's supposed to just be really good at sex. Like yeah. you're you're born and then you're just like you're a fucking you're yeah. fucking, fucking. Just a sex god. Are you serious? <laughs> like everyone's just supposed to just like once the clothes come off, you're supposed to be like yeah, no, baby, exactly. like ah. yeah. And never like it's just like especially if you're young and you're new to this shit. That's so unrealistic and yeah. dumb and so no one talks about it because it's like I'm not a sex god yet yeah. it's like you're gonna waste your some of your best years just being quiet because you know like it's like if that strap doesn't feel good then say something what yeah. the fuck is yeah. going on like I yeah yeah. yeah I feel like there's not enough tiny tiny dildos for the no, straps I'm it's glad like, that you said that yeah it's like seven inches starting yeah exactly Which is so yeah yeah which I don't know what kind of well I mean a lot of strap-ons are not made by the people that are using them that are receiving them you know that are receiving them because I don't receive my strap ever and I like I I'm realizing that a lot of my partners in the past like around the time that we're talking Uh about they weren't honest with me about like it was like hey that's actually too much yeah like that like saying that like hey that's too much strap like it felt hard I think for people to say sometimes I feel like I would like chop the normal dildo in half and like be better with it <laughs> and that well, feels like it'd be it's closer to the body it's closer to your center of gravity so yeah, you can work like, it better yeah yeah yes it's just you know? funny to think about but yeah i mean there's these dildos are not made for at all for people <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem but like they it. are fun though i feel like there's the power of wearing it though yeah, yeah. but and i think floppiness. people romanticize that power and that's why they want the bigger dildo it's yeah. like it's like i was one of those people for sure yeah 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 mm. yeah. yeah yeah i, I mean it's interrupting like, you it's so, no it's fine it's not a, it's i don't want to it's, it's so yeah the the masculinity of the of the size the size queenness of of straps is yeah. such a thing I don't, and like it doesn't the, the weird thing about that is like having a bigger strap doesn't equate to much it's just like you just paid for it like like yeah. let's not let's not create this like like <laughs> i just i'm so afraid of us us who the fuck first off i don't speak for anybody i'm afraid (laughs) of like like a perpetuation of some of the harmful things already with sex Mm -hmm. which is like the bigger the dick the like that's really not like there are a lot of other things that are important in sex yeah and that stays within queerness as well like it's like having a big ass strap doesn't mean that i'm good in bed the other thing that i think about with straps is like with other sex toys we've seen like a really big like ergonomics boom like we see all of these like really weird shapes like things that are like teardrop shaped or that like look like a little wedge or like little bunny rabbit shaped yeah. things. The womanizer. The womanizer was What's an innovation. Womanizer? Um it it sucks. Oh the oh. little clit sucker. It sucks on yeah. Oh my god, the clit sucker. Yeah. And, and it vibrates suckers. a little, the, a little the bit. The clit vibrators, ah. the clit yeah. suckers, yeah, yeah, the clit yeah. ones that go like side to side with the like tongue liquor. The, the tongue liquor ones. Yeah. yeah. I love this conversation. Why don't we have those variations with straps? I it's it's too overwhelmed by like everything that we're talking about like yeah. it's like we need to start thinking about it like what it is which is a sex toy yeah like all the other sex toys yeah, yeah. to have fuck vulvas or whatever yeah. people want to call their their junk their junks i was gonna say their junks. butts yeah yeah junks <laughs> <laughs> the variety of junk um 
Yeah, but yeah. on that too, like there aren't like I was looking for one that ejaculated and like Ooh, there yeah. isn't that like variation. We'd have like, heard of something like that though. They they have they, them, they have them, but like they're made of material that I would never use on like another human being, and so it's like okay. you can get what you want, kinda, but like is it safe for the body? Yeah, it's like yeah, the trade off. Yeah. Like they're these like novelty toys. It's not like mm-hmm. oh. they have they have for those for camming. Sex. Actual sex, yeah. yeah. Like you, I see it a lot with cameras because like they'll do like blowjob like solo blowjob stuff mm-hmm. and then they'll like make the the penis like you know ejaculate whatever the fake cum shit that's is so wonderful yeah that sounds yeah. awesome it's it's really cool and yet but those aren't not used yeah they're not <laughs> good for the bot like the the ones they have on the market that i mean are... they have interesting i forget what the what it's made out of oh my god like i just had an stuff. idea sorry yeah, go for <laughs> it please what about i like so this is what i do all i get high and i come up with like little next projects and stuff mm-hmm. i do really want to create a line of dicks please it'd be sick to go back to all of my exes and be like if you were to make a dead strap that you wish that you could have had oh and then it's like also we do like a video or something oh my gosh have them draw it yeah like it's just like i want you oh all to gosh. make the dicks it's like that's the why thing. doesn't this exist it needs I, to yes. like we yeah because it's like you should be able to create the dick that goes inside of you i yes. really do think so yeah yeah. Unless it's, you know, it's attached yeah. to a person, then you shouldn't have any control over what that does. Right. For sure. But, yeah. But, 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 but yes, if, in yes. our playland that is, yes. you know, dick making. It's like Build-A-Bear, but it's Build-A-Dick. What the fuck? Why? <laughs> why isn't there the is... toy store that you can, uh, yes, I just want to sit on a mold and it teach me what the dick should be. Yes. That sounds fun. Ooh, wow. that would be so cool. I love this. This is cool. Yeah. This is this is something that just it came out like of this conversation. It seems like it needs to happen. Yes. Yeah. I think somebody <laughs> needs to make the startup happen. It could be you. Yes. I, hey, I'm Start here a coming up with all different kinds of ideas. <laughs> Kickstarter, Kickstarter would help. Kickstarter. The Build a Dick <laughs> Kickstarter. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a, a thing. Okay, ho ho. I'm the fin- I'm the complete the pitch. All right. So okay. Here it is. Okay. We're here. The Build a Dick will send you a package, right? Mm-hmm. And it's with the mold. Mm-hmm. And then your job is to like sit on it in a very a variety of ways, and it'll form to the dick that you want us to make. I think I want one that like but I want it to be like okay what do you like like and also the whole yes, other thing fair. is like people don't know all the time like do you want more g-spot stuff do you like your cervix to like be touched like do you like more shallow penetration do you wow. want something deeper what if you could have one that expanded do you, know? you want other parts like do you also do you want, want other like parts stimulation or exactly stimulation? do you want it to be like vibrating as oh it like exits do you want it to be sucking as it exits like how do you want the this? exit is under talked about yeah. but anyways we are so far away from <laughs> no it's no. not it's still in the realm okay. it's yes. in the realm of what should happen um this is awesome so let's also speak to this so you went from berkeley and then you made your own business yes so this is we're already talking about business and this is kind of your thing <laughs> this is so my like this is honestly this is all i do is i come up with like little uh little mini startups i guess mm-hmm. this was the first ever company that i started i was 21 21 yeah oh my god yeah 21 because 10 10 10 20 yes 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 um so i started this business and i will tell you right now i had no idea what the fuck i was doing is the first you were one. 21 i was yeah. 21 i, mean, I was 20 fucking one. <laughs> but i thought you know like you just think you know what you're doing like there's a lot of pressure like and um uh so Jinju started off as my thesis to get out of berkeley like i was writing my college thesis about um well a lot of different things but uh, uh i really wanted to know about how our generation of people who were growing up online were like branding themselves and then building businesses around their personal brands um and so that started off as like my thesis and then i ended up building this kind of like huh, 
before we were before people were called influencers like i built like a oh, network the of, proto influencer you know before any of this shit started uh i had like a little influencer agency basically and i would the goal was to connect um these people with blogs um and and whoever kind of building their personal brands with sponsors and uh who brands who would want to sponsor them so that's how it started yeah. uh but <laughs> When I was doing it, I didn't know how to do it. I just, I just didn't know what I was doing, and I thought I should, like, I you needed just had to hire. the idea. It was just, it was, but, yeah. like, but what happened was I, 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 um, I raised a lot of money for it. Like, I got, like, I got uh, investors to pay me, and we, like, I was, like, this is a media business, so we're going to move the business to New York, and so I, like, moved me and my team to New York, and we, like, worked on it for yeah. a couple months, and then I pitched it to these investors at the end of the summer, uh, and with the intention of getting more money from it, but, like, it, it it wasn't catching on, mm-hmm. and so it was. It was honestly, Gin Juice was my first like experience with trying something, like mm-hmm. launching something and putting something out there, and then it not working out. Like I I, just, I failed. I felt like I had to like get rid of all my employees. I had to like you know talk oh, to my investors. Like it was really so really hard. hard. That's yeah. so hard. I. Uh, but that's incredible. I mean, thank you. it's very brave. Yeah, most yeah. people like just get to the idea stage and like don't are too afraid of like what's next and like and too afraid of failure as well yeah. so you know applaud to you thank you you did it i i did and i i um uh after gin juice i didn't really want to try it again i was just like look i i, I did the whole thing i raised money i like i hired people i did all that stuff mm-hmm. it hurt too much like it was just, just hurt too fucking much i mean there's just so many people's lives involved Yes. And like people that you like, you you like. Okay, get on board and trust me. Believe in yes. this idea. And then to have to go back to those people You're and like, say like, Hey, I'm, I'm so sorry, sorry that you took a chance on me. Oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, that hurts. It hurts. Oh wow. That's all the risk. That's the name. That is yeah. risk itself. And then just like, and then people were still down, and I was like, No, I don't think it's working. Like just those those conversations. That's so great were, though that they were like ready to ride with you. They were like, Let fuck it, let's do it. Which is I like to this day I I. I'm so happy that I do, like I I, I build a good team. Like I, I tend to build people who really want to do what we're what we're doing, which is what I'm doing now. But yeah, so so Gen Juice happened. Uh, after that, I was like, uh, I'm not really interested in trying this again. I'm just like mm-hmm. drained. Like I can't. I don't think I can do it. And so I started working a little bit. And then I met this fine ass white man, older, like mm, sexy, salt and pepper haircut. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, you should be a model. And yeah. I was like, you didn't have to say much. We could have fucked right now. Like, you don't have to do that, sir. He's <laughs> like, no, I was already down when you walked up. I decided. Like, we were already here. We never had sex, actually. It was just fine. But I love he did, it. Yeah. He took my photo, and I started I started modeling. So, oh, my gosh. So what? Yeah. who did he pitch you to? Um, there was a, So this was a local uh, uh, agency in San Francisco. Oh. Um, and and I so I signed with them. Uh, small. Like, super small. And it was like, I was the only... Uh, <laughs> there's actually... Uh, I didn't, I tried to be, like, I went to a casting once before that, when I was younger, uh-huh. and um, my first experience with this is I walked in, and they were like, oh, we already have someone like you, which is, we already have a black person. Or, we have mm-hmm. a black. Yeah, we yeah, have a black. We got the black. We right. have a black, right? <laughs> and so I was just like, okay, oh, I don't man. even want to But this is like, what, racism. 20, early 20 teens, right? When was I, because I started doing it without an agency at 17 
like just like photos and stuff. But then but when this I really, white, the white man came upon you. He came upon me at 23, okay, 20 so, fucking three. So, so what? 2012. When was that? 2012. Yes. Oh my God. I love it. Yes. I'm you're trying to follow your timeline. This is to... good. Thank you. This is really helpful. Uh, but yeah, it was around 23 when I met him and I started, that's when I started doing commercial modeling. So it was just like a lot of like, uh, you know, um, like uh, Macy's, like yeah, shit like that, exactly. Yeah, um, and like just different, uh, like smiley, like really femme. How do they? Oh, femme presenting. Oh, so femme presenting. You, yeah, they had you femmed yeah. out. It sucked too, like, cause going to castings and having to really dress like you know the standard like model, like it's he, it was heels, tight black jeans, and a tight like uh, black tank top. Was that yeah. or like a, a black um thing? Oh, fucking twenty twelve, right? Like <laughs> was, it seems so long ago. Yeah. But it really, I know yeah. it was it was just so recent it's like what a whack ass time it just it didn't the way that we're evolving now it just feels like it's going a lot faster mm-hmm. but hey I, hey I'm so thankful for this time because that time I was getting my ass kicked mm-hmm. uh, I was booking though so that's the thing is like, I was getting booked oh, booking yeah. is huge I love that I money is really freeing like, it's just <laughs> helpful uh, but um, so I started modeling uh, and then I got a casting notice for a show called Real World, uh, and that's that's so that's, that's that was the beginning of my entertainment career because I mm-hmm. well, I didn't think I would be on camera and shit like this. I always thought I would be um, like a producer or like a like a director. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't I never really saw myself on camera just because. I don't really know. I just I, I I I like being in control. Like I just like it's like that, it doesn't seem like the talent has control. So where do I go to get the control of yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. And so uh, now I'm realizing now and later in life that it's better to be both. Like I really, it's fun to do yeah, shit like this, for right? Sure. Like creative. Yeah. Cool. Uh, real world. Went on real world. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was. I, and it's I, funny because okay, I was talking we to Corey prior to this. this. Yeah, I was like, because I didn't, I. Didn't, didn't know who you a were. A lot of people and, don't know the, the, and then the I, thing. Yeah, and then Selena sent me your Instagram, and I looked, and I was like, oh, from Real World. Damn. Yeah. yeah okay. And I so was that like, is... that was, like, one of my favorite seasons because of you, because you were, like, so chill. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it, and <laughs> consistent. <laughs> it was so nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, the straight drama was, like, weird on that show. <laughs> I was just kind of like, I felt like an audience member on the show. I was like, oh shit, I'm talent too. Damn. Yeah. Were, were you like, cast as like, as a gay character or were you cast as a straight character or did they even oh, know? Oh, they know. No, I mean like, honestly, uh, <laughs> I, I, I made it very clear when I showed up because this is around the time that I like I was like really proud to be like a lesbian. And yeah. So I made it very clear that I eat pussy like off the bone like when I walked in. I was like, "This is what I do." <laughs> I'm gonna pussy off the bone. I do. It's just my favorite. It's one of my favorite pastimes. It's my favorite activity. And I said that, and so that's probably why. I mean, after someone says something like that, they're like, "Yeah, we want them. Get in the fucking show, bro." Right. But the, I think you know, I like when. Uh, there's just something that I realized in being on camera that like, which is why it, it, it it's what what I do now is so heavy about representation and like people being in control of their own stories is like, 
it was really uh, knowing that so many people were going to be introduced to me for the first time i felt so responsible i felt so fucking responsible i was like i have to represent like queer folks i have to represent black people i have to like like the the fuck representing me the burden of minority status right (laughs) the whole time i was like say the right thing at all times i was just like god and so that's when i was like man it'd be a lot more comfortable if i was it was just me and my friends like you know then i found youtube and so then i learned that i could do that but uh that was what getting on camera in front of like two million people's living rooms and then having to learn what it meant to be trans on tv Mm. bro because everyone thought that i was a trans woman which there's a hey like there's so much to that and that that needs to be heavily unpacked yeah but my reaction was just like wait that's not who i am i don't want you at all to think that that's who i am so like and it, it it seemed as if i i mean and i think i did have a little i was also really homophobic i'll remember this so like i probably was also very transphobic at the time but I was, I felt such, I felt so wrong to not have the ability to tell my own story. And so. It's um, so interesting yeah. how far like the trans dialogue has come in recent years. I mean. Isn't it beautiful? And that was just like 20, 2012, 2013. Like that's not long at all. Like. Right. No. That's just like around the corner. Well, and the funny thing is like, now I am trans. Really going to do it. Like, <laughs> Shit change, hey! So spoiler alert, spoiler yeah, alert, so, yeah. They're I, like, but a different flavor. A yes. Different, just lots of lots of different flavors <laughs> after that. Shit. Uh, but um, yeah, on the show, I just kind of learned. Like, I actually did. I met like a trans man. Like, uh, my friends introduced me to uh, this dude. There's a fucking amazing man named Kingston, and he. I, it was my first interaction with a trans dude, uh-huh. and you know from there like i'm like making sure that i always have trans characters and trans people in my shit just because it was like fuck like through me being on the show so many people got to meet a trans man for the first time mm-hmm. and like including myself yeah and um that that was like one of the that's when i realized how like powerful tv could be mm-hmm. like it, it like really like all sometimes all you really need to do all you need to do is see an just interaction exists. and it just yeah. exists yeah. yes yes and like if people can see that you just exist they're like oh shit i can just what the fuck i can just exist <laughs> right. yeah. oh, oh now i'm mad y'all i'm because that's how i feel i'm like i could have just did been this the whole time but i felt mm-hmm. like i had to be all these things ah so i mean i gotta have hope though for this younger generation like all of the kids growing up right now that have like these examples that have you and have like other people out have here y'all. like have us yes. out here i talked to my little brother and i was like i use they them pronouns he's like yeah whatever so does everyone like, yeah, what are you like, like i mean it's, me and just like imagine in like in our generation it was just like that would have been like oh you gay bro like yeah it would have turned yeah. straight into that and now like every man like, is like i'm oh, bi yeah. i'm bi like let the girls know that i'm bi <laughs> like it's just like <laughs> it's really funny yeah. like it's such a shift and it it, it happens thing. like wildfire yeah it just it's amazing i mean and also to like have gone so far that there's like the whole like i don't even know like what it, there's just the aftermath of it is like the other end like people being like oh like i accidentally transitioned huh like that's Wait, a thing what? nowadays i've never Wait. heard that in my there's life like a backlash thing that's like happening like i've just been like paying attention to some of the trans dialogues where like people are like they act they transitioned too young and didn't realize um. and then try to transition back and i'm like 
what an amazing problem to have. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, like detransitioning. Detransitioning stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've watched a few videos about it. Too. I've seen them pop up, and I was just like, well, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think I want to watch them now. Yeah. Uh-uh. There's, I don't, I don't know. Because I feel like it goes to, I think a lot of it is like used to undermine trans identity. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like, why are those the yeah. first that are recommended to me? Like, yeah. look, I want to hear somebody like, why can't I hear a really good story? Because I know so many great stories. Mm, totally. And not to say that that's a bad story either. Like to find yeah. that you don't no. want, hey, listen. Ugh. Yeah. And I think, for, at least for me, like, it was nice to see that as well i don't know like to see the spectrum of experience as a young person now like having access to transition right and i don't know it was interesting to me no i mean it's like hey and that's part of the reason why like i love (laughs) i'm not gonna say that out loud but like i do enjoy platforms like youtube Mm. uh where people can kind of tell these like long form stories and Mm. and that way everyone can learn that like it's all we're all individuals there's no one way to be trans there's no one way to experience like your sexuality or your gender identity and all these things yeah. like go on youtube and everyone has a fucking story and starting mm-hmm. a new youtube channel right mm-hmm. so like go and know that like given all of this information that everyone has access to that everyone's uploading and publishing and stuff who do you want to be now? Like, you know, who are you? Like, it's just, that's part of the reason why, like, a lot of my content lately has just been like, hey, get the fuck off of me. I'm a stranger to you. We are not mm-hmm. friends. Like, no, like, these, these are all stories that you can collect and put together to create the identity and the person that you really want to be. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's, it, and that's all it has to be. That's, there's nothing else there. It's mm-hmm. just content. Yeah, I could definitely go deep into a a conversational dive about parasocial realities and the intimacy that we create with people online without them actually knowing us. Uh But that's another conversation. (laughs) So I want to talk about your OnlyFans. And I want to talk about, like, so you somewhat, and I don't know if it's totally recently, but, like, you kind of recently, like, came out as trans. Yes, and decided, well, I've, I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's the, the word I use it often to make sure that I can like, because uh, I've experienced a lot of transphobia, even when I identified as a cis straight woman, yeah, like I, clearly, I experienced I mean, transphobia often. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it, and I didn't know, I didn't have a word for it, which is why language is so beautiful. Uh-huh. Like now I can be like, wait, that was transphobia. That's, that's not my problem. It's yeah. you're being a transphobe. Yeah. It's your problem. So it's like, I, like I've been, I've been attacked in a lot of different ways. And so now I was like, if I make sure to let people know that I'm trans and I'm very like, I like, I, this is who I am, even though I see myself as non-binary. Cause I like, yeah, yeah. I enjoy my like when it comes to identity i enjoy that i'm like nothing i just do whatever the fuck i want because i can't feel the same way i feel the same way (laughs) like do you understand how many people i pay for bro like no one can say shit to me uh but um yeah that's why that's why i like using that language now yeah so um your pronouns right now are he they he they and so that's like a bit of a change because i think that whenever we met a year ish ago yeah i've been a huge fan for a very long time but yes <laughs> rightfully so you are easy to fan we easily fanned out on each other <laughs> um but at that time you were like they she yeah so i think yeah probably i think i let she last longer than it should have that's probably that. how i, I feel, feel. You. but yeah go ahead keep going keep going no because i mean so that was kind of like how i met you so that's why i was asking because it seemed like it was somewhat recent because you know 
to go from that to he they yeah it's like it's a change yeah and what what do you feel changed within you and like how have you kind of you know how do you yeah. feel about your body right now? Oh my God, I'd love, yes, okay. Well, first off, this is the best I've ever looked and I'm 31 <laughs> years of age, babe. So like, I feel great. I uh, feel that. That's feel been that. like, I just, I feel <laughs> lovely. I feel yummy. I think that, uh, so a lot of things uh, I, I've kind of thought about and been dealing with just really quietly and like, you know, just personally and that, you know, us all being in quarantine and home alone, like a lot of things, you just have a lot of time to think. I've had a lot of fucking time to think, just stand in the mirror like, Damn. Your thumbs, like, <laughs> look at the wall. <laughs> like, Didn't know that was on there. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, God, I've, I need to. You know, the one thing I haven't done that I've. This is judge me however you want, but uh-huh. like, there's always this task that I haven't gotten to, and I just yet to get to it. I like, I always tell myself I'm to clean my microwave. I never clean. I don't know. Are you it's, kidding? It's, I know it's terrible. There's a little uh, judgment. There, it makes sense. It makes sense. It's the one task that I can't get to. I'm like, I'm gonna do that tomorrow. And it's like it, I've done it. Like maybe I don't want to say that number. My house is so clean. Listen, my house is you can ask the person my neighbor who I hook up with regularly. I like, my house is Talk clean. To my as neighbor fun. hook up about this. <laughs> <laughs> They're your reference. If, if it wasn't clean, she wouldn't come over. We go to her spot. But you know what I mean? I think that my, my house is my house is nice, but I just for some reason I put off cleaning the microwave. I'm gonna clean this tomorrow because I said this out loud and I'm gonna feel like damn. Uh, what was I talking about? No, no, no. <laughs> your feelings about your body and yourself. My and- body. Okay, I do clean my shit. Let me lower you. <laughs> uh, um, what was I gonna say? <laughs> Don't come for me. I was. It makes sense. I. I think I said it because I need to be like bullied into cleaning my microwave. Clean your microwave. I will. <laughs> I will do it. Corey, I will do it. Uh, um, I. So I, I mentioned like so when I started sleeping with women, I like I that was like in sex through sex was the mm-hmm. only time that I could kind of feel like as uh, like kind of feel validated in my masculinity, and I think um, that has always felt so good, and 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 that's been kind of the, that was like the catalyst for like a lot of what came now, and so um, to me, I. I, I, to be, I, even though I play around with pronouns and stuff with uh, my past selves, like Ariel mm-hmm. and Ari Fitz and all these things, like I've been this person this whole time. Yeah. What's happened is I, uh, growing up poor, growing up without a lot of access to a lot of different things, I learned to code switch really fast. Mm-hmm. And, and being able to perform and being able to switch it up whenever necessary to survive became so, like, at my core and, like, one of my superpowers that, like, I uh, just got, I just, I was just really used to that. Um, but that didn't change the fact that, like, I kind of always seen myself as the person that I am now, which is him. Like, I'm just, I've just been him the whole time. But I've just been afraid of, um, again, uh, losing my, you know, like, uh, losing my family and then thinking, like, having to explain that and, and not being, mm. not having the language to be able to do it. And so I- any any stutter that I have, any, like, yeah. it's like, oh, you sound unsure, you sound confused. Yo, like, you have to, I like, be able that, to present yeah. it so well and so clear mm-hmm. so that for them to even understand you. So that was a fear. Uh, there Another fear was... Um, uh, just not being sure myself just in general it's like you know we were talking about detransitioning it's like I, w- I wouldn't want to make a, a decision for my life that was fixed and then uh having to go back on it i, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to do that not, yeah. and, and you know some people do i like i i y'all heard like when i when i realized that i was a lesbian i caped for i was like now this is who the fuck i am mm-hmm. like now it's like 
I realized this year that like this is I need to do the same level of caping for myself that I did then mm. and now it's because I see myself as a trans person because mm-hmm. I am a trans person mm-hmm. I like I, and and everything about my identity and my life so far has been due to my experience as a trans person like when I go outside I think about how people will have be like how I might experience transphobia and and you know like like the 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 aggression that I feel sometimes the the the, the, the um, how fiercely I protect myself is due to the, my experience as a trans person and I think now uh, to be honest the world has kind of stripped a lot of the light energy that I had as Ariel mm. and as Ari Fitz now I'm like this is who the fuck I am and like if anybody mm. comes to play with me now you're playing with somebody who knows that they're trans and like I'm not I'm not afraid of you anymore because mm. I have had to put up with way more than most of y'all have ever dealt with in your fucking experience like are you serious love like <laughs> from the beginning of time I've been fighting for my life I've been fighting f- like so hard to be able to exist and so like nothing like i'm not afraid of anybody anymore i'm not afraid of anything anymore there's nothing that like that anybody can bring to me now that i haven't already had to defend myself from so transitioning to of wasn't that hard oh god no (laughs) but it helped oh wow yes it it, it, (laughs) um getting on OnlyFans happened before i announced my name it happened before i gave my pronouns and stuff it was Mm -hmm. the final thing that i needed to feel like myself Mm. uh because before the only ways that i was like really experiencing my true identity was with a partner Mm. was within with was in was with sex like i only felt like him when i had a her to like play off of Mm -hmm. and i think when i and so i only do solo stuff on OnlyFans. Mm. uh only doing solo stuff on OnlyFans. the first thing that i did when i got on was i started performing femininity because that's the shit that i masturbate to right so that was that was the first thing and i was like watching my shit i'm like none of this is honest and this isn't me who mm-hmm. am i who am i who am i and then being stuck in the house quarantine and stuff <laughs> shit like and nothing but time to, yeah and wait and, and also on OnlyFans, um what was i gonna say uh the incentive is money yeah. which is like that's my favorite fucking incentive are you serious <laughs> i was like and then a little like that like you're in the top percentage i was like yeah. y'all are giving me all the things that get me <laughs> horny and ready to work right so i just started making hella fucking videos and over time i was seeing over these videos that i was like i wasn't myself i wasn't being myself yeah. and, like when i had to perform sexuality by myself and there wasn't a her for me to play off of i like i i couldn't get to him mm. i couldn't get to him without her and i was like yo like what would it look like for me to be him? What would it look like for me to finally start to be him? And I started like trying to perform it a little bit and it was ugly. It wasn't, it wasn't working. My early (laughs) shit is not good. It's not good at all. But it was like, I I was learning and I was like trying to like, with each video, I was getting closer and closer and closer and closer. And then I learned that my name was Eros. And then I learned that I liked he, they pronouns. And then I was like, well, fuck all of y'all. Because like with that comes getting ready to protect myself. Mm -hmm. And so then I would, I learned that I was really angry about a lot of shit and that i wanted to protect ariel like just the 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 hurt and pain and experience that like my younger self like what the fuck like the ways in which like young poor black kids young poor disabled black kids you know like the ways in which like so many things can impact uh, an individual 
and then it be hidden as if like it's something that's wrong with them really pisses me off mm-hmm. and I, when I get pissed off because of my education because of the things that I've done in the past because I come up with new business ideas every 20, 20 minutes I I make a plan and then that plan happens and so now I'm just now, now I'm myself. Now I'm chilling. Now I make money. Now I'm 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 happy. And now, uh, <laughs> uh, every single system that held me down should be very afraid. So wait, what? So who are your fans? Ah, that's really. I think so. Different. So so. Uh, <laughs> so you have a bunch of fans. They're all different. Yeah. Places. Let's just talk. Yeah. So you have a massive Instagram following. Completely different set of people. It's like yes. you know people like us on Instagram. But then Patreon is like hard stands. The stands throwing money at you every month. You know, <laughs> like and also probably look kind of like us. Only fans. Different ball game. Yeah. Who are these people? You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll fucking know. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> I don't. Everything that I'm making right now is so personal and like it's so about me that like I I don't know who is subscribing. I don't know who's I think anybody that watches my stuff right now it's because they need to be reminded of some shit for themselves. Like and that's why I keep reminding everybody like hey, I'm a stranger to you. Like you take from my story whatever you need to do but know that I'm over here doing it for me because I'm just tired of like of, of waiting to be this person. I want to just be him now. It's just time. Yeah. So I, I think that my audience um, is people who, because I mean, let's let's be keep it. Like I, I do put like nasty ass shit. Like I do. Like I mean, I think I it's mean, nasty. You're, you're a pornographer. Yes. I mean, honestly, I just I can't wait until I do feel comfortable with other people because it would be nice to show y'all the stroke game because this shit's been impeccable. <laughs> it's, I, I'm actually like, there's so many times I'm just proud in the middle of it. It's like fuck, and, and she's like fuck. I'm like I know. Like I saw it, the mirrors right there. Like did it. Just fuck. So eventually that will get there but there's just more that i have to figure out about my identity before i can like let people see me intimately like, mm-hmm. that's, that's so exposing i didn't answer your question i think the people who subscribe to my only fans are people who like to see really muscular ass folks because mm. i'm muscle i'm all muscle and i think that people who subscribe to my only fans are people who are genuinely interested in and uh and what i'm gonna do next because there's no uh I'm not on YouTube anymore, you know, like, mm-hmm. so there's like, there's, uh, I mean, so it's like, you're, you're kind of doing an additional thing. So you're not just putting up porn and sexy pictures and stuff. You're also putting your music on OnlyFans. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, so we, that's we like we a whole different level. That? Yeah. We please. should really fucking talk about that. Okay. 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 So, um, hella shit, but I'm gonna try and keep it condensed. Um, yes, I really hate the ways in which, throughout time some of the best music that's ever been created by like black and poc folks have been gatekept by white people Mm. i really fucking hate that it's so true like all of the music labels are run by white people it doesn't i don't like it except for maybe like five for less and but but like also think about what that says it's like in order for me to reach my audience of black queer trans folks or whatever like in order to reach other people and they don't even consider that to be an audience that they care about yeah like they're not even like oh you know what we need to target the black queer trans people that's not a demographic to them absolutely not and it's like but that's who i am you know and so and, and so i so only fans for what it is, is is so innovative in that it allows and pay Patreon. These subscription-based platforms are so innovative in that they allow creators to be able to reach their audiences directly. I uh, 
first I used OnlyFans to throw some ass around and try and make my mm-hmm. ass move. It's still the left cheek is still more dominant. It's than really the right. hard. I mean, it's so <laughs> n- what? It's I think my right side is better. Or I've, no, I forget. Uh, one side is just jigglier. That's nice. <laughs> Yeah. The other side just doesn't jiggle. Yeah, my, my, they don't, <laughs> both of them don't really jiggle. But once I get like one jump started, then it kind of like yeah, trickle yeah. effect. Uh, but, um, so it's OnlyFans started off as just me trying to figure myself out. But like after a while, I was like, I didn't, I wanted to give them something special because these are people who are paying a lot of money, like a decent amount of money to see me every, every month. Yeah. Um, that's like a more than Netflix. Right? Yeah. That's, that is, that is. And I was like, damn, I'm more than your net. You know how much content is you're on like, Netflix? You're like, you're like an iTunes subscription oh my god <laughs> I, let me be your itunes yes um but so those two things kind of were, were hitting and i was bored in the house and i was like it'd be so fun to make a mixtape like i just it'd just be fucking fun so i did i made six songs and um and i decided that i wanted to um use only fans to show people that they can bypass some of these fucking labels like bro mm-hmm. if you want if like if, if what you're looking for for your art and your music is an audience then build your audience using a platform like like patreon using a platform like like only fans and then just get better i've been on patreon since 2016 oh i was able gosh. to move to la from it Beta like, phase. yeah that was back in the day when patreon was for the sexiness yeah. I, dang and like so how how often will a subscription-based platform like switch to being all i for, know like, exactly then, exactly it'll start off that way make their money and then coast then off to porn starts everything. vanilla shit yeah. it does it does e-wallets yeah electronic banking oh yeah. shit porn really does start everything mm-hmm. porn really does yeah well so yeah that's uh so mm-hmm. only fans has become like my my way to uh start to release music and also mm-hmm. to teach people that there are other platforms and ways to uh to, like you know to make music without having to sell your soul to some white people who then package it and sell it to more white people like what the fuck that's fucking crazy that isn't that, that doesn't isn't that the craziest it's shit weird. that's the craziest shit like i'm gonna make this black ass music that yeah. you're gonna package and then sell to white people baby that, <laughs> no nah instead i'm going to build my own audience of people who want to uh hear my music and also maybe you want to see me play with my, my pussy a little couple you know yeah, like you yeah. also I mean, do like that. Those, they can be simultaneous right. desires it, 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 my music's music in the background yeah exactly. exactly i'm doing it to the beat of my next shit it's yeah. so great yeah <laughs> so that that's how i see it and I, uh i um i really i really love now that so many people are starting to use the internet and some of these like different resources to be able to build like independent lives like i don't go to an office i don't like mm-hmm. i don't ask anybody for permission to do what i do and i want fewer pe- i want more people who are you know black and poc and like trans and disabled and fat and like all these things i want us to stop asking for permission yeah it's annoying man like fuck, fuck like stop asking for these people to tell you what to do just do your own shit it's have all. you like found much of a like a trans community like that is not like cis trans i don't there's not a great way to, to describe it but binary, not binary, binary trans. trans yeah yeah so. oh i mean yeah on only fans i mean on only fans on only fans representation uh <laughs> okay so wait I, maybe i'm not answering this fully so like i do think i have a lot of like people who use she her pronouns that subscribe to my only no 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 i don't mean subscribers i mean like um other other performers other like only fans uh creators oh um well yeah well first off you i think so you're on patreon well i i subscribe on patreon yeah yeah. there's sometimes the pussy on some patreon it happens but it's mostly stories it's mostly stories yeah yeah. Uh, but 
um that I masturbate to? Is that the question? Is that no, the question? no. I'm willing to answer I that question just, as well. If, if, if just you community. Know, just yeah, community. Just, like, ah. do you see other people who are doing what you're doing? Like, who are embodying, like, a, you know, non-binary identity. Like, Trans-based. doing, like, really queer sex on OnlyFans. Who are, who are like, you know, kind of also like you, like, getting ranked and shit. Like, is anybody getting visibility? Ooh. Ooh. Um... I really wish I had a better answer to this, but I don't. I don't know. I'm sure there are though. Like, cause yeah. I, I think that like, uh, <laughs> I keep hearing more and more people have these conversations in passing. I was like, how do you feel about that they them pussy? You know, like, <laughs> like I've been hearing a lot of like it. it mm. It's just like there's like this underbelly of like movement around and understanding of non-binariness and transness and people being like, you know what? I kind of did like you know I was kind of <laughs> into that shit. It was like, oh, you can. It's like I can say this now. I kind of like it. And so I like I I I'm. I'm almost positive, yes. I'm sad to say I, I don't know of anybody now that I'm mm-hmm. thinking of. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, uh, I have this really cool show called Link and Bio where I interview yes. a lot of yes. different sex workers. So let's let's talk about that. Yeah. So you have your whole network right now yes. on YouTube. Ooh. You should definitely check out this stuff. <laughs> I'm like adjacent to it right now. We have yes. stuff in the works. Yes. But um, so you have a whole thing. Could you talk about what a weekend? Absolutely. So what a weekend is my second try at a startup. So the first time I tried with the, in 2010, I was a baby. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And, but okay, I want to just sidebar that bit and say like you already like a visionary like to have that idea and like this is already like what you were seeing was gonna happen has happened. So like don't, you know. Don't. Make me emoji face face at you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm so used to like not feeling seen. So I'm always just like, I'm going to tell y'all how cool I am. Because it's like, I have to do When people tell me, I get like weird. I'm like, oh, shit, you saw that? Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, uh, yeah. So what a weekend. We launched 10, 10, 20, which I'm, I'm so happy. It took it like a, a, a labor of love with a lot of different people Mm -hmm. um but what a weekend is a new youtube channel that has uh shows on fridays saturdays and sundays the purpose of it the reason for it it's built during quarantine is the days got the days still are really mushy right now like there's really no sense of normally i like you know before pre-covid i would go and party on the weekends like i would be prepared for the weekend i'd have outfits and all these things and Uh. now there's just there's no sense of a weekend it's just like now you you just you know you don't put your zoom shirt on like that's like that's it yeah that's it that's the only pants all the (laughs) yeah but the zoom shirt comes on the pants industry got fucked over so like no one's been wearing pants i mean but but, fashion industry yes truly lots of like i'm just i've always i haven't i've only been wearing sweatpants to be honest yeah Uh, (laughs) but so i really am interested in like reminding people that the weekend is important because it's a difference in your week like you can you can do something different like you can take up a new hobby you can learn a language like you can just get outside your house and go for a walk like the days don't have to be so fucking mushy Mm -hmm. uh and so what a weekend reminds you of the weekend on friday saturdays and sundays um, Fridays, we have a show called Lincoln Bio, which is a docu-series where I interview um, different sex workers and we just talk about the industry. Yes, um, there are five topics. Yes. Mm. Yes, and you know that very well. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. Um, uh, do you want to talk about the different topics that you go over in the show? Yes. Uh, so, um, well, the, so the show's audience is aspirational sex workers like myself because eventually I really do want to make really sick ass, nasty ass, queer ass porn. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think it's necessary. Yeah. Like, that strap conversation we just had, like, yeah. we need to, we need to really please, have. Please, please. Yeah. Yeah. I want to make a startup Let's, for this. Right. Like, yeah. I, I would, yes, I, I uh, hope you do that. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm tired of watching, like, uh, I don't know. I just want to see, I want to see a scene where somebody says, you know, like, they have an STI. Like, like Ooh, how do you handle? Yeah. And then, and then oh. do they have, you know, yeasty like, pussy. I, yeah. Yeasty pussy. Yeasty pussy. Okay. I don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah that too though like you it's know real. Okay. how do you navigate wow, you know that's beautiful. you want to have sex but like you're uncomfortable because you have a yeasty pussy yeah, yeah. that's a that that's the title of yeah. the, yeah. <laughs> there the we the go title. the whole thing but so i i do eventually I, like i'm interested in in producing porn and being in porn um and i there's so many questions that i had and so i answered those questions in the in lincoln bio i talked to a lot of different sex workers about safety like how can you be safe how can you keep your partner safe how can you keep your content safe because people like to steal shit like spy bots right and and uh we talk about the money of it like a lot of people think sex work is easy money and it's so not Mm -hmm. at all one of the hardest jobs i've ever had like seriously and i've had a lot of jobs (laughs) this is one of the hardest ones yeah Um, it, you have to look at your body a lot so we talk about bodies like mm-hmm. it's uh, definitely it, i'm i'm so proud of it i'm so proud of the series because um it not only answered a lot of the questions that i had but it gave me an opportunity to kind of like um uh you know when you start because i'm new i'm new, i'm a new a brand new sex worker Ooh, You're I, a baby this is my first baby time though. you know baby i'm a baby <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I got a chance to like interview some some seasoned porn stars and that, like you Ooh, know yeah. escorts and all, and all this stuff before I get into the industry. And don't you wish more people who get into this job? Do oh that? my god, yeah. there there were so many things that I wish I'd known whenever I first tried. Like ugh, having yeah. interviews. That I mean, that's like the origin of this show in a lot of ways. Is like <laughs> really yeah, it's like cultivating a knowledge base for like everybody who wants to get into the industry and like knowing about things that you just wouldn't know about, you wouldn't expect. Yeah, that's why all the basic early episodes are just about like I am a camera I am a porn star I am a this and that you know like I do happy ending massages I'm a cuddler like that's <laughs> everything I'm, you might want to know I'm so happy to be here yes. you all for inviting <laughs> they're me. adding <laughs> to the catalog of this knowledge yes. yeah so you have um Lincoln bio butterflies which is a really exciting do one. you like butter have you seen have you it's really cute okay. yeah yeah so right. um butterflies i mean i'll just talk about it i'm you part can. of this project you've been in all the meetings <laughs> i've been in the meetings i've listened <laughs> I've, i have my listening ears on um so butterflies is this like blind date show for queer dates and it's just really cute like i mean i saw that you like made a bunch of like prompts for people to go through like including like a truth or dare and like questions to ask them and it's just like it's very sweet it's like Thank you yeah I- I, I and you have just, great, like, you have your commentators, and you have really cute butterfly graphics floating through. Shout out to Sheena. Shout out to Sheena. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, butterflies, and then the, um, so the butterflies is on Sunday, mm-hmm. and then Saturdays we have a drag king competition. Drag show. me king! Yes. Drag me I'm king! Yes, Because yes. we need more drag kings. Hell yeah! Out yes. invisible mm-hmm. and doing the, and black drag kings. Yes. Yes, we have of so out of our six contestants of this season, four of them are black. I mean, you definitely put a lot of emphasis on like black 
voices, black faces, yes. like everybody, black, black, black. Yeah, it's blackity black. It's, <laughs> it's real black. It's hella black. <laughs> it really is. Yes. Uh, and it's um like even in running my my company, like my HR is my aunt, and my mom. Yeah. Like, so like. And so your mom, your mom has mom just like me. been in on this this whole time. Like I had like a long conversation oh, with yeah. your mom, <laughs> and it was really adorable. Your mom was like, she's like, oh. Arrows gets upset at me for asking all these questions, but I just want to know. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's so I sweet. talked to my mom for a long time about your, your fair pronouns. Uh-huh. And I was just like, mom, we got to get this right. We got to get this right. And, so, and, and then she was just like, I just don't understand. I was like, I know, but we, and I, I, I got to learn too, I but just, we got to learn. I, I loved her too. Cause she was just like, you know, I probably would have explored more if I'd known. Like, <laughs> Oh my She's God. So I love still her. still time. <laughs> <laughs> mom, if you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening. it's all good you can still get out there <laughs> it was it was so lovely like it's lo- it's like great that she's like part of it and like so supportive and like just trying to get to know this like yeah. it's just was, like the sense of it was like she just wants to know she was very curious and i like i love that because she's like a different generation clearly yeah. you know like the world is totally different for her that openness is so nice like I, it's so refreshing yeah. my family uh because like I, just the way that i grew up I was I learned how to adapt a lot like really quickly just because you know like just things were transient you know just mm-hmm. like, shit was happening um I feel like my mom my grandmother also feel that way and like they just are always ready to adapt like my family's just like well this is the world now so like this is how we operate now and it's just like and they're just so my grandmother was on snapchat before I was she was like well my grandbabies are there I and I was it. just like fuck yeah and it's just that's just that's what how I was raised so I was raised with so much love like, what a really radical was. lady that's beautiful they are well on that very happy note we kind of have to come to a close yes I told you I was gonna do this oh. like crazy no it was it's perfect it's amazing <laughs> could not have gone better oh good okay <laughs> hey guys this week we do not have a commercial break because our episode went a little bit long and uh we might have a little bit of sponsorship coming out so uh get ready for that yeah so i hope you enjoy this episode where can we find you ah okay well um you can find me and i release a new song once a month on my OnlyFans. so you can find me on OnlyFans at onlyfans.com forward slash angry arrows uh like i want to i want to subscribe but i don't like OnlyFans. oh and you know i i've said it a lot here and i realize that i i don't want to give them extra promo or anything no 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 no. this is just like the platform you know it's just the nature of it it's like if we're talking to a camera who uses chatterbait like we may say like fuck you chatterbait but also also this is where you are like (laughs) exactly like it's the nature of the machine I just because uh, even in thinking about how I wanted to set it up, I was like, should it be on OnlyFans or should I put it somewhere else? But like, I I I just I liked that people so quickly associate OnlyFans with sex work. Yeah, and I'm like yeah. you wouldn't expect to get a full ass music video. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But like, I was just like, I want you to think sex work. Yeah, because why are you thinking that's a bad thing? Like, bro, like, and, and so yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you can find me on OnlyFans.com forward slash Angry Arrows. Also <laughs> Angry Arrows on Instagram. Um, also Angry Arrows on YouTube. I'm coming back to YouTube soon. So yes, that'll be really the fun. return. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, Patreon. Ah, 
what the hell oh my god i'm so bad uh and then obviously patreon.com forward slash what a weekend that funds all of our shows <laughs> so please yes, do, please yes. uh please please. Oh, please 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 <laughs> five dollars a month all it'll cost you. so affordable right uh, yeah. Corey? where can we find you you can find me at the goddess Corey on instagram on twitter i have a link tree you can click the links many branches <laughs> Um, I'm Selena the Stripper. You can find me on Instagram at Pretty Boy Girl. You can follow my Patreon at The Real Pretty Boy Girl. You can uh, follow our podcast at Ho in the Know, spelled Hyuks in the Nyuks. If you made it this far, I am very impressed. I know I say this every oh, single episode. Every single episode. I'm like, how did you make it here? <laughs> if you didn't know how to spell it. But, you know, serendipity. Anyway, on that note, thank you so much for tuning in, everybody, and have a delightful end of the world or a celebration of uh, the end of the Trump administration. Yeah. Hey. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. More money. I want your money. I want more money. 